0: The following program is brought to you in living color on A-B-E-N.
1: Welcome to a exciting and new Adventure Club podcast. I am John Galbo, joined by author Guy Hutchinson. How are you doing, sir? I'm so excited to be here, Mr. Johnny. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh,
0: I we, we set a time to record, and I, I was late. I'm never late. I'm always early.
1: You were like three minutes late.
0: I know, but I want to tell you why. Okay. So I was using Handbrake, which, which you... You don't use.
1: I've never heard of it until you mentioned it just now.
0: Well, it's a weird program. Uh, Dana Dana Snyder told me about it many years ago. I want to say like five years ago.
1: Hmm. It, oh, it's, uh, it's French, apparently. I don't think it is. I mean, it could be. Well, ham, handbrake.fr. Oh, maybe. Handbrake yeah, is an open-source, GPL-licensed, multi-platform, multi-threatened. Blah, 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 blah. It
0: it weirdly has a pineapple as its uh, icon.
1: Oh, well, that explains why Dana likes it. And, 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 a drink, and a drink next to it. I wonder what kind of drink it is. That's
0: true. I think you do get a drink. Hold on. Let me look here. Yeah, no, I'm looking at the website. Yeah, uh, you get a pineapple and a drink. What do and you then think the that? word handbrake for no good reason. Because um, they got a brand up. Uh, that's no. a
1: weird brand. Uh, this Actually, is, it, w- it would be even more interesting if it just had the picture of the pineapple in the cocktail. It's very strange. Uh, <laughs>
0: so the, the purpose of this program is you use it to convert your DVDs to digital files. Oh, and I, I've i been doing that. I've been taking all my, you know, DVDs, turning them to digital files. And I was actually in the middle of converting uh, the Honeymooners lost episodes. And I was like, ooh, this file, I could hit interrupt or I could tell John I'm going to be a couple minutes late. And so I opted for the crap
1: Holy crap. So you can, as I'm seeing the random images go by left and right, it's saying that you can convert stuff to Apple TV 3. I think make, so. Suddenly makes my Apple TV three uh, more useful because they you should. Just, they just stop. Here is the story on that. Mm. Last year, Colleen asked me what I wanted for my birthday. Oh, and one all, year and ago, stuff. John yeah.
0: Jay mentioning this close yeah. to his birthday, the the most important day of the John Jay calendar, uh,
1: October. So well, the whole month. Let's be honest, is, is. the whole year. No, well, life in general, I'd like to say, is important, but. <laughs> Uh, but, no. Um, so, a year ago, she said, well, what do you want for your birthday? And our anniversary is, the, was like, the week after that. So, I said, well, Apple uh, TV just dropped to $60. And she's like, well, there's uh, they're coming out with the new one, the Apple TV 4, and it's supposed to have all these new bells and whistles, and it's, like, twice as much money. I'm like, well, I don't think there's much of right, a difference. So let, stop.
0: Let me tell you. Here's how you... Okay, so you pretend to be a woman, do a woman voice, ask me the question. What, what do you do want? You want?
1: What do you want for your birthday? No, no, women
0: don't sound like that. Now do it again.
1: What would you like for your birthday?
0: You know what? Really, what I'd like is to sit around with you, and you know, maybe uh, drink wine and eat chocolate, and and you could just tell me about you know what you she, think she, about your. Here, stop, it. stop it. One. All right. Well, that's fine. You're you're allergic to that thing that we're not going to have either chocolate <laughs> or wine, but we'll sit we'll sit around maybe by a fire in our pajamas and you'll tell me your opinions about things and I'm just I'm just here to listen. That's my birthday. That's my birthday gift to me is to listen to you, John Jay. You say that boom. That's well, what I you
1: say. You don't say I want an Apple TV. I they didn't don't say I, that. I didn't say I wanted an Apple TV. She was trying to figure out what to get me.
0: No, they don't need to get you anything.
1: Okay then, fair. I guess fair enough. Yeah, I guess so. It's it's already happened. It was a year ago. Okay, so yada yada. Apple TV four came out, and it's way better. And
0: and uh, and what you want them to leave saying is, John Jay, you you just you care too much. You you know you'll you'll listen all the way through the night. You'll put on a pot of coffee and just listen. And just sit back there and listen to my problems, and it, it's it's so wonderful, John Jay. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to hear.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm telling you, I'm on top of this. Okay, then. I want to help you out
1: here. Is that why I've been going out with the same girl for three years?
0: I don't know. I've been married to one for like 15 years. You tell me. Does she want an Apple TV? She doesn't. She doesn't even know what that is. Oh, okay. Fair enough. See, hey, that's why we sat on the couch. I listened to her. Also, you have like a. Don't you have like the Roku box?
1: Do I have? I
0: like the Roku. I have the Cody
1: box. Yeah, Colleen like has the John. Roku, and I regret not getting the, that. Oh,
0: no, no regrets, John. In your relationship, there should be well, no regrets. I like. Man, you sat on the you're... couch and listened to her. If she would have told you what you needed, okay. Well, she does that too. All right. So you <laughs> told her you wanted an Apple TV, and what? It, and, and so she got it for you on the thing. I'm, I'm assuming yeah. that's where this went.
1: Ultimately, she got me the cheaper Apple TV 3, and they gave me a couple more channels updated, like, right here's, after that.
0: Here's a completely unrelated to romance. I think technology is the worst gift to give anybody because it's only good
1: for a short time. This is true, but there's, you know – I still use my Apple TV three. It's just sure they, they you still have... use it now. But
0: will you use it ten years from now?
1: I don't know. No, I, I might end no, up
0: but, selling it. But if somebody gives you like a really good necktie or a, a scarf or a jacket or a, a serving tray, you'll a be using it for for
1: generations, for all you know. Is this your way? Are you saying you're going to get me a jacket for my interviews? Get you a serving tray for your you interviews? Get, oh, yeah, you know what? That would be the the best. You know, I'll I'll take that with me. I'll take a serving <laughs> tray with me. People will be even twice as confused as it's they better. Do.
0: <laughs> it's better than technology. All right, go on. I'm
1: sorry to keep interrupting. No, no, oh, no. Uh, I'm trying I mean, to
0: make the world a better
1: place. True, and you do well. Um, but yeah. It, I kind of regret not, you know, waiting for the Apple TV 4 because it seems like they've made it more like the iPhone and whatnot. You know, you could download apps. You're not limited to what you have on the program. And and it's jailbreakable, which Apple TV 3 is not. And they've just discontinued support on Apple TV 3. Ooh. So that's why I'm uh, getting back to handbrake this will, I feel, be at least a bit beneficial for, let's say, stuff I have on DVD. I love it. Or maybe I could uh, legally acquire some stuff.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I love it for stuff I have on DVD, and you can transfer it, and then you can donate it, you can sell it. <laughs> eBay is a good, there are DVDs that are worth some money, <laughs> and there is such a wonderful feeling about being like, I can just pull up one of a thousand movies without having to get off my couch.
1: Yeah, I mean that that's how like the whole landscape changed when they everything went digital cuz like every year for Dragon Con I would be like, "Okay, well, I'm going to take my laptop and I'm going to take my portable DVD player and I'm going to take this whole wallet full of DVDs and, and, that if I watched one, I was lucky." Right. So now They've made it so you don't have to have, uh, you know, bring, you know, they've made it so you can make room for other things like clothes yeah. and stuff like that. I'll you tell you this. To. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm, uh, this is a,
0: uh, August, mid August. I'm in Elmira, New York. Hmm. Dana Snyder calls me and it t- tells me he's in a limo with, with Carrie Means. Oh, my. A limo. a limo. Not a town car, not an SUV. They're in a regular stretch limo with weird flashing lights.
1: Was that on behalf of the Comic-Con? Yeah. No, this was uh, the
0: Elmira Twin Tears Comic-Con. Tiers, wonderful right. organization. But I will say this. Limo is a weird thing. I mean, I know it's the thing you think of, but it's the worst thing to get.
1: Yeah, I mean- much
0: rather ride in, in a car with people than I live. You'd much I, rather them pick you up in a, in a town car or an SUV. What about uh, the
1: Batmobile? That would be
0: weird. That's as weird as the the limo is weird. The limo, you feel like you're going to a prom with, with like, Kenny Rogers' daughter. Yeah,
1: I, I was about to say the prom thing. I didn't know, you
0: know. It's very weird. So uh Dana calls me. He's like, hey. Uh, I'm finally in town because his flight was delayed several times. Him and Carrie were, were delayed. And he's like, we're coming in, uh, very late and I don't know if anything is open. And Elmira, New York is not a bustling metropolis. Mm. Um, and nothing was
1: open. Hence why I couldn't make it there because it's not exactly accessible as you, you also know. No. Well,
0: it was, so here's what happened. Dana comes to my room and he says, "Whoa, sorry, Jimmy DeSantis. <laughs> he said, <"Whoa."> "Jim DeSantis <laughs> just got home." Um, so, oh, that was,
1: I thought that was your microphone. So no
0: podcast. I'm just asking Jim if he wants. <laughs> oh, this God, is enthralling
1: to the podcast listeners. Well,
0: yeah, you know, you know, it could be. I mean, if Jim comes on, people be like,
1: "Wow, I, I was there for oh the moment." Oh my
0: God, Jim DeSantis came on. Hey, why not? I love
1: Jim. I love Jim too. I had a, I had a nice little chat with him about something. Ooh,
0: who was it? Sex. Uh,
1: Sex yeah. with Jim DeSantis. Sex with Jim DeSantis, and, and also uh, <laughs> what what Apple TV I should buy?
0: Oh, I had a conversation with him today about the movie Tin Cup starring uh, Kevin Costner. So, uh, Dana is in a limo. He sends me a wacky picture. He's like, I'm in a crazy limo. And so I said, well, come back to the room, and then we'll see what's open, and we'll see if we can get dinner. Uh, he comes back to the room. We can't get dinner. We can get pizza if we're lucky. And we were just like, you know what, at this point, screw it. We're done. All right, so Jim DeSantis has said to call him when it's Halloween, when we're doing a Halloween show, which is not today.
1: No, but There's probably soon. Weeks. Soon.
0: So, uh, Dana comes in my room and I'm watching, uh, because I have my Cody box, which is my box that I have is like an M box. It's like M4K, I think. But, uh, it is, it is basically a, uh, Cody. You know what Cody is?
1: Um, wasn't he the, the Stop it. Governor. Stop, you're, stop it already. You're being silly.
0: He was. He was, Cody is a name, but K-O-D-I oh. is a program. Oh. It was originally XBMC, which was the yes. Xbox Media Center, I, I and they, they renamed it to Cody. It's a great program. You can use it on your computer, but what they did was they took these Raspberry Pi units, which we've talked about, if you guys remember, with Rob O'Hara,
1: right.
0: who uh, has temporarily suspended his Facebook page, by the way, I found oh. out. Yeah, I, I looked for him today, and I was like, oh, my God, he's not there. And then I was like, does that mean he's dead? And then I was like, I don't think that's maybe, how Facebook he, works.
1: He needs to check in with with Hurricane Matthew. No, he,
0: he temporarily suspended his Facebook. He said I was the first to ask, um, but he I noticed he was missing um on Facebook and so he is temporarily suspended it due to the overwhelming uh, emotional response he he feels to the presidential election of oh,
1: fair that's fair
0: 2016 that's fair. so he doesn't want any more he needs to take a break um but so um we talked about it with him and so Cody uh, is a program that you can play on these little Raspberry Pi boxes. And so oh, yeah. essentially you're buying a pretty decent computer for like $20 mm-hmm. in a little oh. weird box.
1: Right, I, and I, and I now that you mentioned Cody and XBMC, I do remember trying to jailbreak my Apple TV three with that. And ah, they were like, sorry, you can jailbreak one, two, and four. Well, what they should have
0: told you is just go to Amazon, type in Cody, and buy one for like twenty dollars. I mean, they're so cheap, they're great. But at um, this
1: point, I don't think I need another box.
0: No, you don't. Well, I don't know. Who knows? I I love it, boxes. Yeah. I have more than one box on each TV because they all need, there's lots of boxes out there. I love, what I like is I like Roku for what it does, but I like Kodi for what you can do with it if you know what you're doing. Hmm. Um, and so I had my Kodi box turned on. And on it, I was watching a Bob Hope TV special from the 1970s called Joys. Mm -hmm. And Dana comes in, and I said, "Have you ever seen this?" No, I don't. What is this? And so I go back to the beginning. And the beginning of all those Bob Hope specials, they would do this. They'd say, "Hi, I'm Bob Hope for Texaco, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be doing a special for the next hour. Here's my special guest." And then an alphabetical order. You'd get, "I'm Don Knotts. I'm Phil Silvers." I'm Red Buttons, I'm Red Skelton, and they'd all come on one at a time and just tell you who they were and that they were on this special. Right. And so we're watching just this opening credits, and then we're going to figure out about what we're going to eat. Dana Snyder is enthralled. He's like, Mm -hmm. this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And so then for an hour and 27 minutes, we sit in, in the hotel room and just watch this TV special and he was like oh, this box, I love this I love the idea of this and so it is It is my number one traveling companion, I'm a huge fan
1: hmm.
0: uh, I was traveling to New York recently and I saw you John Jay you did, albeit
1: briefly but I was no, glad no, no, I we was saw sorry. each other for, for, for a while I would say an but hour you, uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's that, that makes sense no, more but... than you need
0: of me Really? So that's that's enough, Guy Hutchinson,
1: for here. Your... Is that why we don't do these podcasts? Now?
0: <laughs> we have done so. We have um, we've met each other. This is the third time, right? Third or fourth? What's the fourth? Give me give me give me the examples.
1: I'm trying to think because I believe we met each other at
0: RetroCon, one? right? And then at the Asbury, Asbury Park, Park convention, Comic-Con. and that's and then this one, and this one, and DragonCon. Oh, that's right. Okay, so Dragon Con, Atlanta. So we've
1: met each other. So this is number four. So very exciting. Almost, uh, if we do, if we meet one more time in the next, uh, we will. Year, then then the ratio will be, we've been doing this over five years versus five times. Yeah, that, I mean but, that sounds oh, good. Well, here we go. Uh, the end of the month. What's happening? Uh, Parsippany, Gary. Oh, I'll see you there. Yeah, perfect. There we go. Perfect. I will that'll that'll work out. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: that's chiller <laughs> theater our uh, our buddy and a an ACPM member Gary Riley will be appearing there as well as a friend of the show Mr. Dean Cameron will also be. So we get two two of our friends will
1: be there together. And and will I'm sure a number of people that you've either chatted with, or yeah, included.
0: I think there's a bunch of others, but no one that is closer to us than then Mr. Ga- Gary Riley. Then Gary
1: Riley is uh, messaging me every day.
0: Oh, he's the best. <laughs> Gary is <has> working. <laughs> I'm not saying it as a, a, a big bet. project. I cannot wait to. Uh, I can't wait to take part in this. So that,
1: that was fun. I mean, oh, it uh, will be uh, um, the email. Getting the emails from him <laughs> during Comic Con. <laughs> I was telling
0: him, I was like, you know, this is a script. At some point, he's, he's we're we're working on a project, and uh, the script though is in so many parts. I think we have to pare it back down. To it's it's more sequels now than than the Godfather. We have Doc, to
1: document forty two, document forty three, document forty five
0: from the sixties. We have to document sixty. We have to make it one document um, so we can print it and be ready to go. I'm excited. I agree. Uh, so, um, I saw you though. So this is what happened on my end to start things. <laughs> uh, you, so you wanted to get
1: in, um, well, I, let's, let's, uh, rewind yeah, a little bit. Tell me what you got. So every year for the last five, I would say I've been going as press originally as Adult Swim Central. And then when Adult Swim Central folded into Agents of Geek, then I, I, I think I signed up last year for that, but for some reason, uh, they were a little stringent with the rules of signing up as press this year. Suffice to say, uh, the whole, not the whole team, but uh, myself and my lady were rejected. So then, I forget if it was on or off uh, the. San Diego special that we did.
0: Yeah, I think it was on air. I said I could get you in, and I I filled out the form because my thing is those people they they do if you are press and you John Jay are press you've done articles about conventions you're you've done quite a bit of of press for. New York Comic Con in the past, hmm. it is reasonable to assume that you would be pressed for that event. Um, so I oh. said, I can fill out the form and, and you know, post all your stuff, make you sound as official as you actually are, and get you the press pass you deserve.
1: Which I right. did. Yeah, and see, originally, my, my thinking was, uh, well, first of all, I was planning a trip to Florida, which fell through. And then I'm thinking, well... Maybe Guy was onto something. Maybe he knows something I don't. Like maybe Dana will get him in as a no, guest or something like that. None of that. I and just, then I'm like, were you serious about, uh, you know, getting me in? And you're like, yeah, sure. I'll sign you up as press again. And I'm like, oh no, because I was certain that. No, you
0: deserve he, to be press because here's, here's why. And then I tried to get Colleen in, and she couldn't get in.
1: Yeah, but, but reason, she wasn't like.
0: She broken. is not press. You are, John. And this is why. When I filled out the form, I told them how many listeners we had. I told them that we do a show. I told them that you do this show. You, do, you write articles. But then they asked for something. And this is where, for everyone else, including Colleen, there's nothing to fill out. But for you, John Jay, there was plenty. They said, show examples of your work and how it relates to Comic-Con.
1: Well, she's helped so me with uh, she's helped camera work. To-
0: but you you've written long articles about New York City Comic Con you've done entire podcast episodes mm-hmm. about it so there was so much there was an overwhelming amount of information from you and this is not a knock on her or anybody else right. no, you I understand. have done you have done a lot to promote their brand and so it is very easy for them to look at that and say well gee you know, this is worth it for us to give this guy this guy. Because here's the thing: what they don't want is they don't want people that are going to get a badge and then just walk the floor and not care. And that's what, what we're
1: starting to do for a while.
0: But but we no, that's not that's not what you did. Don't don't lie. What you did, <laughs> I know you because I saw you there, and I know how you are. You spent your day for the most part in that sweaty room, you know, greeting people oh, well, and recording well, I, information.
1: No, I when you got when you signed me up and they said okay you're approved that that was the moment that I said you know what I'm not going to do you know just two you know I, I I love doing the adult room stuff but I think it's just a fraction of what New York Comic Con encompasses so this year I tried grabbing whatever I could I grabbed Amazon sent me uh, a press uh, room invite yeah. Uh, to do, to, because, you know, they're doing streaming stuff now, so they had interviews going on. Hulu had a bunch of stuff that they sent me along, and I got one of those. Uh, Doctor Who fell in my lap, BBC America. You did a great job. You did, you did your job there. You were a professional, and you did us all proud. Well, thank you. Well, now, now it's the arduous task of, you know, transferring it to the website. Well, I mean, cool. I already have the interview I did with Dana and Matt Servito up on uh, YouTube. Yes, and it took about I think from ten o'clock last night till about three in the morning to do what with it? To uh, ed- edit it up. No and, edit
0: needed. I saw that interview; it was well, perfect. Well, no,
1: I, I didn't edit the the video proper, <laughs> except to throw in a plug uh, for Drunk on Disney. Ooh, nice! I like that. Because I was I was hoping to like try and throw in a plug, but Dana and Matt Servito were uh, riffing, which also worked to the advantage. That is very because funny. I never had of course, had any Dana questions. is. It was although, good. Although I have to admit, I'm starting to like the idea of the non-question kind of thing. Like, <laughs> I'll I'll give you an example. Like, whenever I interview Doc Hammer and Jackson Public and I've done it a, a number of times, they don't want to talk about the show. Because they, I think they feel like you know, number one, their, their show isn't coming out for a number of months and years, and number two, you know, they don't want to ruin too much of it, mm-hmm. and, and it gets it probably gets tiring talking about the same things over and over again. So I, I I take the you know the alternate route. Like last last year we talked about Doc Hammer's Twitter where he mentioned bowel movements, and then I uh, turn that you know I spun that into hey. Burger King's got this new Halloween Whopper. What do you guys think of it? It makes poop green. (laughs) Wow. So, and and this year I kind of expanded on that. It was really, really good. It was like mostly like random questions. And then once I got the wrap up sign from the PR lady, it was like, oh, so Venture Brothers.
0: Yeah, did you hear uh, Sam Rubin out in LA, who's one of the best known, you know, entertainment reporters out there? He was interviewing Ben Affleck right. and the uh, the press person said, uh, can we stick to the movie? Because they were talking about uh, kids and other stuff like Ben's family and just stuff. They were just they were chatting and Ben was having a nice chat and Sam Rubin was like, oh, OK. And then he went on the show and he was like, damn it, I'm never going to promote your movie. Screw you. Hmm. We're talking about whatever I want. Yeah. Um, he didn't. He didn't take n- nicely to that. But uh, yeah.
1: Well, wh- why would you know? I, you want, I, I'm, I would probably investor. be. I would probably be the same way.
0: I think you're. I think you have a right to be. Uh, yeah. I met uh, the the young lady. Her name was Elliot, which stood out to yes. me. an unusual name. Uh, who was n- in Nez charge Pujani. of Johnny? She's very sweet. Oh, uh, she's the best. Well, she also though is uh, she doesn't like to. She likes to keep the talent. In in line hmm. and make sure that they are not running around doing other things. She's very punctual, hmm. uh, which is not something that Dana is. So I, it right, was a right. very unusual experience for me. Uh, I remember we were like, "Well, we have an hour and a half. We'll just go do stuff." And she's like, "Actually, you'll stay in this room." Hmm. I was like, "Well, I guess we'll stay in this room for yeah. an hour and a half." She she's seems, a... she's the boss.
1: She, she's a nice lady, but she's she's a straight arrow. She likes she's to stick to very
0: smart. She uh, we because who knows what problems we could have gotten into? Right, could have been an episode of you know what's that movie the the, the Hangover? Could have been it. the Hangover,
1: the Hangover New York Comic Con. Could have stumbled into the garden to talk. You know, you yeah, you never drink, know. What's had going. a drink with Peter Capaldi.
0: Um, so did you have, so I saw you briefly, you did that interview, I know about that, what else, what else did you, was exciting, did you have a good time, what, well, yeah, what did I you always, do? I, I was there, I stuff. was there just for Friday during the daytime, and then I, I returned Sunday to New York, but not to Comic-Con.
1: Oh, I returned Sunday to New York and not to Comic-Con too, and I'll get to that. Whoa. <laughs> good Lord. Uh-huh. <laughs> but i went in my plan was okay uh i got this press pass i'll do friday and and saturday and and maybe sunday cuz sunday is a fun day it's a shorter day but there's always this like mass exit at the end where these booths because they're coming in from like california and stuff like that they they want to get rid of their swag so they give you like copious amounts of it like, I was I was telling someone last weekend, oh, I, I cleaned the other day, and I found all these uh, Grand Theft Auto stickers. Nice. <laughs> like, a stack of them. So, anyway, uh, Sunday was out of the question because I had to dog sit, which I was fine to do. Um, and Colleen, the agreement we made was Thursday she, she wanted to see, because New York Comic Con has outside shows now where – you can buy a ticket to like a show at this place called the Hudson Mercantile or the uh, the Hammerstein Ballroom or the Garden stuff like that, like like after hour shows. So she has a podcast she listens to called "Stuff You Missed in History Class." Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that? No. Sounds mm-hmm. good though. It, it's interesting. It's kind of NPR-ish where they it's two women and they. They talk about like different things that happened in history and they kind they try and make it like silly and funny a bit. But it was kind of boring me to be sure. Honest. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love hi- talking, you know, listening about history. But Who doesn't? It was it was a little and plus it was the first day of convention. It was a little tiring. But anyway, so there was that. And then we did a Sunday event. I'll talk about that towards the Sunday stuff. Thursday. I decided I was going in because I was getting a a few press releases. I got Amazon. Well, uh, first I got an invite to a hotel. Ooh. Yeah, I know that sounds. That's her uh, name. I know that sounds eerie. <laughs> uh, her name is Transformers. Ooh. So. Uh,
0: uh, they say transgender now, John. You should not <laughs> say Transformer. That's yes. insulting. I'm sorry.
1: Uh But yeah, Transformers was doing an outside event where they were showing off their latest and newest uh Transformers. Got to interview the design team behind them. Transgendered Americans, John, what is wrong with you? It's really it's repulsive.
0: Not oh, trans- I, we do I can't, not think I can't call them.
1: A, I can't call them a design team. That's right. <laughs> But that was fun because that was that was my first Well invite. that
0: sounds really that I mean that sounds awesome. That sounds it, like it one was of those...
1: actually like going in I was like, Oh, this is gonna be, you know, interesting. I yeah. love Transformers. I've always loved Transformers, but I have no questions for these guys. And I walked in and suddenly I had questions because I'm thinking of all these different things, all these you know, they got a, a not a TV show, but they have like they have like a little web series to go along with uh, one of their lines. You know, they have the the bigger uh, masterpiece they're called, yeah. where they're like sixty to one hundred dollars a pop, where you can buy like the super duper deluxe. You know, diecast. <laughs> that models. sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was really fun. So the, that started the morning, and then. Towards the afternoon, that's when I got uh, Amazon and Hulu. Amazon was basically like their upcoming lineup. Uh, They have a new uh, series based on The the Tick, if you remember that. Oh, sure. I remember the old series, and I've heard a lot
0: about this new series that they're doing.
1: Yeah, the pilot, uh, which I watched the night before, was really good. Uh, Peter Sarkozyk is playing The Tick, and he plays it dead on from the uh, cartoon one. So, uh Ben Adlin the creator and one of the producers were in on that and then mm-hmm. there was a, another show that I wasn't really familiar with but I you know I sat there and chatted, you know, it was the, I did the round tables for 90% of the yes. stuff that was an adult swim. And I never really felt comfortable doing the round tables, but it's actually less stress on you than doing the one-on-one video interviews.
0: Now, for for the for the round tables, you're sitting around a table. And there's other people asking questions as well, right?
1: Right. So you'd be like, let's say I'm representing agents of Geek, and then someone's there representing uh, screen Screen Crush, and I don't know what other sl- slash film uh, first showing, you know, stuff like like each outlet you got like New York Times, mm-hmm. like from from like different uh, outlets basically, and they're asking. They, You throw your uh, recorder or your iPhone on the thing to record and you just, you know, you sit there and you chat with these guys. And Mm -hmm. if anyone has any questions, you you blurt them out. And if you don't, you just sit there quietly and and listen attentively and then hopefully you have a question to ask them. Which nine times out of ten, I felt I did. Mm -hmm. So there was, you know... Uh, the tick, there was another show, and then apparently uh Amazon's making a show based on the a podcast called Lore. I don't know if you're
0: fascinating. No, I'm not at all familiar with it, but but I think that's awesome.
1: Nor nor am I, but apparently it's like a a true story uh anthology like horror series that they're coming that they're basing on this podcast that has, like, two and a half million listeners or something. And I'm like, is that going to be a new trend where, like, they just develop shows based on podcasts? I'm like, when are they going to do the Adventure Club show?
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
1: Like you see it on Pop TV. Oh, coming soon, the Adventure Club show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that was really interesting. And then the Hulu one, which I really found interesting, uh, they're developing a documentary based on uh, Bill Finger. I don't know if you're familiar with him.
0: That name sounds familiar. Who is that?
1: He is the, I guess, now co-creator of Batman, where uh, Bob Kane was the only one credited for the longest time, and I guess Bill Finger had, like, some kind of handshake agreement with him, and never Oh, really you were was. telling
0: me about this. This is fascinating. It yeah.
1: really is. Basically, this, this one guy, he's a children's author. He writes children's books. And he decided to write a book for both children and adults based on Bill Finger, where basically saying, you know, well, he was he helped co-create Batman, and he was cut out of the deal, and yada yada. And it, like, grew into this documentary where he got this producer and director involved, and they were like, well, we're interested, but you don't really have an ending yet. So eventually the author... Track down Bill Finger's granddaughter who okay, oddly enough is friends with our friend uh, Patty Hawkins. Oh, interesting. Cause, Cause right after I interviewed her, I, I looked on Facebook and he's saying stuff and she's, she chimes in and says, Oh, I hope we can get to meet each other. I'm like, hi, Athena. I just, I just talked to you in the press room. Um, wow. but she, she was really nice. Uh, she didn't, she, uh, didn't know her, uh, her grandfather, Bill Finger, but she heard the stories through her father and after a while became like the advocate for her grandfather, where Warner Brothers and DC Comics were very open to the idea of having her, you know, they were giving her residuals, they were giving her uh, access to their archives, but whenever the topic of, you know, crediting Bill Finger came up, they didn't want to touch it with a 50-foot pole. Because that's the way Warner Brothers is. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. So, uh, yada, yada. She got uh, her cousin, I believe it was, is a lawyer. And she said they didn't uh, file suit, but through uh, various methods, I suppose we'll find out in the documentary, they were successful in getting Bill Finger's name in the credits uh, credited overall. But I remember seeing it at the end of Batman versus Superman. So, this documentary is supposed to come out sometime uh, next year. Ah, interesting. Yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed that one. Um, so, there was that. That was, I believe that was Thursday, and then uh, crashed for a little bit, and then uh, went to see Colleen at the Stuff You Missed in History class. Um, and then Friday was my big day. I got to interview at the Garden of all places, had to go uh, 8.30 in the morning to get on the press line to uh, BBC America's thing. Now, this one wasn't sent... This one wasn't emailed directly to me. This was emailed to one of my colleagues uh, at Agents of Geek, and she was busy doing another uh, interview at the same time, and she said, Hey, uh, there's this more important uh, one that I'm doing. Would you like the Doctor Who one? I'm like... "Uh, Yes, (laughs) Yes,
0: <laughs>
1: please, thank you. Um, so it was, it was an interesting experience. It wasn't just Doctor Who. It was also uh, Dirk Gently, which is an old uh, Douglas Adams novel. Uh, they're developing that for a series uh, created by Max Landis, the son oh, of John Landis. Oh, he's great. Yeah. He, he's he, fascinating. He seemed really interesting. He gave me kind of a Doc Hammer kind of vibe to him. Like, really crazy and out there, but also interesting at the same time. So, I uh, got to interview him and, and the cast and the crew of that and Doctor Who, uh, Peter Capaldi and the new companion they're coming out with, and the creator, the, well, not the creator, but the current showrunner who's leaving at the end of this next season.
0: Showrunner's a very important job. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, about, about, it's about as high up as you can get. Oh, absolutely. I agree. A lot of people think show runner sounds like you're a gopher or something. You know, you're mm. just getting stuff, you're running around doing nothing. Right. And it's not. It's it's a very it's you're the guy who runs the show.
1: Mm-hmm. So 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 from there I, I went back to the uh, Javits Center, hung out for a little while. Uh, my friend uh, Chris Cologne, who's been on uh, one of our I think a couple of our live shows, uh, was willing to help me out with the swim stuff. He was so, the guy doing camera? Yes. I met him there. He was a very nice gentleman. Yeah, he was very awesome. I was glad uh, he was able to help me out because I'm always, I'm always worried about that. I've had people help me out in the past, and the, like, especially, particularly the Archer interview I did a couple of years ago where he was late coming in and uh, Jessica Walters looking at, at me saying, oh, this guy's not ready.
0: <laughs> ah, so instead you had somebody on
1: top of things, ready to go. Exactly, and I was glad to. So uh, this was a funny story. Actually, that there's it's it's segmented. So I'll I'll, I'll tell, tell it all. I'll tell from my perspective, mm-hmm. and then you you Good can idea. tell the rest of it. So Ooh. I have uh, stomach trouble sometimes. Oh, and sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to a doctor soon, but I've I've had it for years. Uh, I get plugged up basically. Ooh. So. I'm getting ready to do, you know, we're setting up for the the camera stuff. I'm getting ready, and Murphy's Law, I have to use the (laughs) bathroom. Okay. So I I asked them, you know, once, the way the the press area is situated is uh, once you walk up into, like, the main part, there's a bathroom down the end of the corridor. Now, there's only, like, one stall and a huge line going, you know, outside the door, and, the trick is you have to get to the behind the curtains is a gigundo bathroom. So, in fact, I heard someone else say, "Oh, if you're going to go to the bathroom, just tell them you're going to poop your pants, and they'll let you in the back one." <laughs> so, okay. So, so um, fortunately, I didn't have to do that. I waited for press, and then I, I spoke to one of the other ladies in the uh, handling the press room, and I said, you, "You know, is is it all right if I step out for a minute to use the bathroom?" "Oh yeah, you got time. You got time." make a beeline to the bathroom. I see this man in a suit who's talking to someone and he walks towards the bathroom. He's holding the door and i I grab the door I say thank you and I, I go do my business and I get done and walk out the door and who do I see? Guy Hutchinson. That's right that was me. I was waiting there. I'm like, what are the odds of that?
0: And what were you waiting for I was wait- so I was there with Dana. Um, Dana Snyder, and the the man in the suit was this. Who was this?
1: Well, then Dana comes out. Yeah. I say hello to him, and he goes, you wouldn't believe who I just okay. saw uh, fixing his hair well, in I the mirror." Andy
0: Serkis. Well, I don't know how Dana knows what Andy Serkis looks like, but I...
1: He's done... He was in the last Avengers movie.
0: Okay, I didn't he's see it.
1: Done, he's done live action besides yeah. the...
0: I would not have recognized him. I did see him, apparently... Uh, I only recognized the cute little goth girl that was angrily standing there in the hallway, uh, and I did not... um The goth girl? Yeah, well, you didn't see her, but that's who I know. Uh-oh. It's a girl who is really goth and rather cute. The girl from NCIS? No, no, no. This was just a girl. Oh. She wasn't from anything.
1: Oh, she wasn't fi- Okay, never mind.
0: She was just a girl. Mm-hmm. That's who I noticed. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what I saw. All right, fair enough.
1: You're allowed, you're allowed to look
0: you're allowed to look at people just uh, observing that was the person that seemed interesting to me that she seemed you know she seemed to have a very chipper and positive output, you know, disposition outlook on life, but she was also Goth. so she was mm. like, hey, I'm not all about sunniness and happiness. I'm also kind of goth and grumpy.
1: fair enough. No, I, I, didn't, I, did not see. I didn't. Did he it. have
0: like ping pong balls stapled to his face? Because that's how I know him.
1: <laughs> no, I, I mean I wasn't even really looking at him. My, you know, my brain was trained on I have to take a poo, yeah. and get back to this interview because Dana's coming, and I don't want to be in the bathroom while all this stuff is, is going on press related.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, I saw Andy Serkis. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, I saw him.
0: Mm. Sure.
1: I mean, I to me, I saw a man in a suit, and he was probably from some show. Nice. And, and, then, and then when Dana said it, I put two and two together because the next room over, they were doing interviews for, uh, what is it, War of the Planet of the Apes?
0: Yeah, he was doing something, which I noticed a lot of. <sighs> Pardon me. Pardon me, it's almost 11 o'clock for those of us here on the East Coast. Um, he was he was doing something I've noticed a lot. He's a very thin, fit guy, mm-hmm. and he's wearing a suit jacket that is too small for him. And I notice this a lot in very thin, fit gentlemen, that they have suit jackets that don't fit them. And I'm always like, what happened? You didn't gain weight, clearly. Why did you purchase this? What were you thinking? That you were going to lose something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I did see him.
1: So, yeah, so then that was the point where uh, we were together in the room yeah, and did, was the, cool. did the awesome interviews with uh, Dave and Casper, the creators of Your Pretty Face, yeah. Going to Hell. Casper yes, uh, Kelly,
0: Chris Kelly. He is my yeah. new best friend. Out of all those people there, oh, he's uh, awesome. including Dana, he is the one that I have the most in common with. We got along fantastically. And uh, I'm very excited. We talked quite a bit about, we, we bonded over MacRuff the crime dog. And from there on, we were uh, dear friends. So I'm excited. Uh, I also saw Dave Willis for the, like, 50th time. That was exciting. He's oh, you, don't, is, you don't sound interesting. <laughs> no, I've, I've met Dave quite a bit. Dave, Dave and I have, have spent a lot of time together. Uh, and Dave's wife is a sweetheart uh i've i've had wonderful conversations with her and she was very nice and uh everybody everybody i mean there's no I, I i don't have a i wish i had a story of oh this person's a jerk or this person's you know boring or or they said this no. crazy thing i don't even have that they were all they're all just like such normal you know salt of the earth good people so i had lovely time with all you're,
1: of them. you're talking about the the swim people in general
0: all of them everybody yeah I met. that's uh, that's
1: the impression i got i mean say for one who was you know i guess he was he's having a, so nice he was, Why, he was, he was, he was wrong having with a bad, you I'm, I'm just saying maybe he was in a bad mood I don't have a personal vendetta against the guy. Your
0: story. So this is your story about Seth Green. Your story isn't even that bad. I've met celebrities that have been nasty.
1: That's not nasty. Well, I think you had to be there.
0: I don't know. I mean, I've I've had celebrities be really rude. It's not that rude.
1: Well, you know.
0: Um. So yeah. So no. Everybody. Everybody's great. I. The Adult Swim people have all been very nice to me, and I had a great time at that. Uh, and Dana and I, uh, we hung out there, and then, uh, so this was Friday night, we went out to, to dinner, there was some kind of event, what was the event Friday night?
1: I was going to say the boat, but the boat was Saturday. No, it
0: was the beer garden. That was Saturday. Yeah, Ooh. Friday night they had this beer garden thing. So, um. That was cool. Yeah, it was fine. It was great. Everything was great. Um.
1: <laughs> sure, downplay it because I wasn't there.
0: No, I, yeah, it's, there's, I was trying to remember, but now that I'm thinking about what it was, it was literally just like a mixer. It wasn't, there wasn't anything great. What was more exciting for you, John Jay, is, uh, I met our friend Metal Christine.
1: Yeah, I I unfortunately was not able to meet up with her.
0: So Christine had messaged me. She was like, I'm coming to New York on Monday. And I was like, I'm going to try to to hang out. And it just wasn't working out. It wasn't clicking. Mm -hmm. It wasn't going to happen, John Jay. Right. And then on um, Wednesday or Thursday, I was like, hey, I'm now coming to New York on Friday. And she was like, That's great. I will be here. I don't leave till Sunday early morning. And I was like, Perfect. I'll be there on Friday. So, uh, now she, for those that, you know, that maybe the name doesn't ring a bell or they don't know who she is, she's a listener. She's been listening to our stuff. Uh, she was the, she got herself a certificate. She created her own certificate because she oh, was the right, first right. person to listen to all the back episodes. God bless her for that. I don't know if anybody else has done that. And including I think she
1: me. was the one who, was she the one who said there's a there's a restaurant boat in Australia? I think so. Um, and she's been on Drunk on Disney. She's been uh, on
0: us, too. Yeah, she came on here. We talked about uh, Australia. We talked about the um, the Crocodile Hunter. And she oh, won right, that, contest. Was,
1: that was the one I, I tried. I didn't have an Internet that day, so I tried using Optimum's Wi-Fi. Ah, very interesting.
0: So so she has a history with our show. I've known her for probably close to a decade at this point um, through various different endeavors. And so she was in America, and God knows if she'll ever be in America again. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. So I said to her, I said, Friday, I'll be at this convention and she's like, I'm going to see what I can do to get there. And it just wasn't working out. Like, all day long, she was like, oh, I'm going to this. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm doing whatever, you know. And then she was like, okay, what about now? And I'm like, oh, I'm still doing something. And then uh, dinner came. We went to dinner. And then uh, it's 10 o'clock. It's 1030 at night. And Dana looks at me. And I'm I'm there with Dana. I'm there with all these other people. But Dana's my buddy and he's the one that invited me, so when he says he's done, I'm done. I'm not the rest of these people, as great as they all are, as wonderful as they are, I'm not in any way beholden to, you know, to spend any time with them beyond that, uh, of course. And uh, nor am I theoretically invited. I mean, I could, you know, they, they were all wonderful people that would invite me to hang out beyond his time. But still, so he was like, it's 1030. He was like, I'm beat. And I was like, that's fine with me. I was like, "That's cool, you know. We'll, I'll, uh, we'll finish up here, and then I'll, I'll take off." So I text Christine and I said, "Hey, uh, you know, uh, I think there's a there's a bar that everybody's going to after this. Uh, if you come to that bar, I'll see you there, um, uh, and I can drive you back because I knew you know New York is a little complicated. Yeah. I said, if you can get the subway here or whatever, um, and I said, if not, I said I should be done soon." And I could, I could stop by and see you, and we could go to, like, a bar near where you are. Because she was staying on a different side, for those that don't know New York City. She was staying uh, just a few miles away, but in terms of New York distance, very far away. Downtown, uptown. Yeah, that's exactly right. She was, she was uh, uh, near Columbus Circle,
1: near oh. the Trump Tower, and Ugh. we were
0: in the meatpacking district.
1: Ah. Big difference. Yeah, very, very big difference. Um. Yeah, I'm. What? No, I, I had a thought and I lost it. Yeah,
0: this is the greatest whiskey I've ever had, by the way.
1: It is. uh Maybe that's what I need whiskey. You
0: do. This is. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Tin Cup?
1: Well, you should. Maybe you should this, see the movie. Fragments.
0: But I saw there was a whiskey called Tin Cup that comes with a tin cup. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I need this. And it is good stuff. It's really, it's got a burn to it, which some people don't like, but I do like. But it is uh, solid. So so anyway, I say to her, I said, hey, I'm leaving. And so after this, we go to a different bar. We meet up with a gentleman, uh, and I don't know his name, but he is a very successful voice actor who, it, you've seen the movie, I Know That Voice, right, John? No, I actually haven't. Oh, my God, you should I, see it. I need to. All right. Well, hold on. Let me see. I know that voice. It's really good. Um,
1: yeah. Didn't John DiMaggio produce it? He did. I saw him Sunday. That's part of the the trip I went to oh, on Sunday. Well, we'll
0: get to that. Oh, very cool. Um, do, 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 do. Let's see. I. Don't see the actor's name. So uh, instead of uh, trying to find it, I'm just going to tell the story. In that movie, they show a clip of Chris Rock talking about voice acting. And then they cut to a cartoon of Madagascar. Not the actual cartoon, but a cartoon of Chris Rock. And then he turns into the... The zebra, and then they cut away, and it's this young Asian guy that's doing his voice, and he does it so dead on. It's, it's oh. my favorite mo- moment in oh. the movie. So I met that guy. Uh, cool. Which was very exciting because I was like, my God, you were so great in that scene. You know, that's what I. And he's got a big resume, which is what what I think is is almost complimentary to him. Is that I don't know anything he's done because he's done so much, but he has no. He's not a guy that has a very distinct voice or distinct delivery. He's mm. he's a chameleon, so he's a guy that can do so much. So he's done everything and uh, does not have a distinctive famous role that you can throw out. So um, but so we were like, oh, this bar is too loud. Let's go to another bar. Hmm. And then it's like an hour later and we're back at the hotel bar hmm. and I get a text from Christine and I said, you know what? We're at this bar. I don't know what the hell's going on. If you want to come here, I'll give you a ride back. So we're there for like another hour. You know, this, we're on Snyder time. Dana, who was (laughs) done two hours before. Uh, and so, um so finally I said, look, I'm beat. You know, I got a long drive home, uh, and I got to get up in the morning. Uh, let me let me cut it off here. I will see you on Sunday. And he said goodbye. Everybody said goodbye, these wonderful, wonderful adult swim people. And I said goodbye to them, and I'm walking to my car, and my phone beeps, and it's it's Christine, and she says, hey, are you still at that bar? So I call her up. I said, hey, I'm not at the bar. I'm on my way to the car. And she's like, well, you know, I'm still back at my, at my place I'm staying at. And I said, you know what? I said, let me come get you. I'm going to come and pick you up and we'll go to a bar or we'll go to a restaurant or something. We'll hang out for a little bit of time and, and we'll get to see each other. Cause you're here, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to let that moment go away. Yeah. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't, you did. Uh, you let it go out. away.
0: She's still in the U.S., John. You can fly over to St. Louis. I think she's in St. Louis. Sure, right. I
1: I have lucrative money from my job as a as a rocket specialist for so, NASA.
0: So she says to me, uh, you know, uh, come and get me. So I, I go get her, uh, and we. I said, you know, this is the city that never sleeps, and here it is twelve 12.45 a.m. We should be able to find a place, you know, just a bar. We can order a couple beers or whatever and then just sit there for an hour, kill time, chit-chat, talk about whatever, and then, you know, I can go home. We go to, like, every bar, hotel, and restaurant we could find. Every place is closed. Well, I mean, the hotels are open, but only in terms of offering us a room, which is not what we were looking for. Mm. Um, So... Every place was closed. This is Right. The city that never sleeps, John. You
1: should, you should have come, uh, gotten to 44th and 9th. I was, I was over there until about 1030. No, no this was 1 o'clock.
0: Everything yeah. was, like, we well, went I'm to a one maybe, bar. It,
1: maybe it still would have been going on, because I, 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 I called it. I was going to call it. This is what happened hmm. after the, the swim stuff. After the swim stuff, I was like, well, it's like, it must have been about, 7 o'clock, I wander around the exhibition hall a little bit, Yeah. and I said, you know what, I'm exhausted because I got home late on Thursday, I got up super early on Friday, uh, my insulin pump isn't working, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was uh, interesting. Sad, and that's and hard. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what, maybe, because a friend of mine had invited me to uh, get together, she was having, because she wasn't able to get, she's a... Uh, uh, usually hangs out in the artist alley, Chandra Free. Okay. And, uh, she was having a little get together, uh, downtown by 42nd. So I said, you know what, let me, let me head down there. It's over by the bus, so I'll spend like an hour or so there. And that's not really my scene, regardless. So, you know, I'll cut out early. And ended up, uh, hanging out until about, fr- from, I think it started about six, seven o'clock, I guess. Mm-hmm. and uh, ended up leaving about 10. Ah, very nice.
0: Well, we were we were up by uh, Trump Tower, and we were not far from, we, we went by the McDonald's from, if you ever see Muppets Take Manhattan, the diner. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. oh the diner from Muppets Take Manhattan became a McDonald's. Mm. So it's, it's uh, we went by that building. Um, but we couldn't find anything. The city that never sleeps, and we, we tucked it into bed. We read it a story, we gave it some we gave it a glass of water and we were like you got to go to bed, city, and it was like no, we don't want to go to bed and Christine and I were like no, you go to bed and then the city eventually went to bed and I went home. But she was a very very nice uh, sweet lady. It was it was awesome to see her. She gave me some candy from Australia, uh-huh. which I was excited about and so and if if our listeners, I will tell you, I like candy. I love booze. So next time if you're coming from another country, uh,
1: Get, bring him candy flavored booze. Right.
0: No, you know what? The the people in Miami, they they bring me cigars and I did not expect an Australian cigar, but I would not have turned one down. That's all I'm saying. So, uh, that that was my Friday. Now my Saturday, I was not in New York at all. So I'm interested in hearing I, your your Saturday I was, and I, I was
1: I was in New York, just in a different borough.
0: That's what I want to hear about. And my Sunday, all I did was I had breakfast with, with Dana Snyder, Ooh. Ken Plume, and Mike Broder of uh, the Supercon Conventions. We had a nice little breakfast, and then I went back home. So I went up there, we had breakfast, we hung out for a very short time, and then I went home. So I don't have any more stories for the weekend. So please, tell me your stories, and that's, that's all I have. So, so
1: I'm here to listen. Saturday, I spent most of my day in bed. Uh, I'm, t- I'm, I'm in, listening, in, John. In, yeah. in All right. Uh-huh. By myself. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I got up about uh, around noontime and I said, you know what? Let me get over to Colleen's. She's out in Staten Island. That way I can be there, uh, hang out. I had a bunch of friends. In fact, I was, I was hoping Christine was going to make it to the boat uh, that Adult Swim had. Because I had mentioned that when I talked to her. I said, that's probably the, your best bet for reaching finding me on this crazy weekend. Sure. Um, and the thing with me in the boat is, the fir- they've had it for three years so far. So the first year, uh, I couldn't go on because I had a wedding Sunday morning. Wow. So couldn't go on because I'm stuck. You know, you're stuck on the boat for like three. Yeah. I think it's for like 8 to 11 or 8 to midnight. So couldn't go on. Last year we were so dead tired by like six thirty seven o'clock that we, Colleen and I looked at each other. We're like, "Yeah, we're going back home." <laughs> and then this year I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna make it a point." Colleen's not with me. I have no, nothing planned. Uh, I have friends com- coming in possibly from Australia. I have friends from Atlanta coming in. All kinds of different people that were expecting me at the boat. I get mm-hmm. to I get to Colleen's. And I start sneezing up a storm. Oh dear! So we're convinced that I got the con crud. So just spent, you know, uh, took copious amounts of Mucinex, uh, cuddled with Colleen, which you know that was a good trade off. Ooh, versus a boat. And um, she purchased the Ghostbusters movie on Amazon. Hmm. So we spent the night watching the new Ghostbusters. How so. was it? Oh, well, we had seen it in the theater. I really enjoyed it. Very nice. It's a different movie than the original. It, it really, I, I feel like it uh, honored the the history of Ghostbusters. Cool. I but, like that. Yeah. So I, I was a little remorseful about the uh, missing the boat. And I feel like it's becoming that new thing where I, I'm like, I got to go to this thing. Nope. Can't go. <laughs> so, but overall, I mean, it didn't sound like anything, you know, again, not my scene. You know, the boat is supposed to like the big thing about the the adult swim boat is they have a mystery musical guest. This year it was that Flying Lotus yeah. which I, I'm not really big into that kind of music. I mean, it sounds good, but, you know, it's got good beats and everything. And then I'm seeing pictures. Oh, Stephen Merchant's on the boat. We just met Stephen Merchant. I'm like, uh, I interviewed him, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, the show he's on, it's called Dreamcore LLC. Yes. And he plays a robot. Did you know that uh, the robot was designed by Hanson?
0: I did not. That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, I thought that was really cool. You know, they're using uh, Jim Henson Workshop for uh, an Adult Swim program. But uh, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was my Saturday, and then uh, dog sat on Sunday, and we went out. Uh, I met Colleen in the city. She was at work, so uh, she came in from Brooklyn where she works. I came in from Staten Island, and we went to see We Got This live. Uh, produced by Mr. Ken Plume, who oh, I saw there, but it, cool. I didn't get to say hello to him because he was working, you know, he was earning his uh, money, I guess, or his podcast prowess, whatever you want to call it, throwing out a site called Fred Pins, and, you know, making sure everything was running properly. But it, it was a really fun show. Uh you know, they, they split it up into uh, two and a half episodes. They did one episode with Doc uh, Hammer and Jackson Public, which is basically uh well for those who don't know, we got this. It's Hal Lublin who, uh I guess he's a comedian mostly. Sure. He's and he, got a podcast. He does, he does voice voiceover work for Venture Brothers and a couple other shows. And Mark Agliardi, uh, who I don't know what he does. I know he has like a coffee or something. Um but they do a podcast for Maximum Fun uh channel. That's Jesse Thorne's uh network and it's it's really fun because it's the two of them basically they or they send occasionally a guest like i don't know uh if you listen guy but uh recently they had nathan fillion from firefly and they and they did uh what they do is they pick like the best uh this the best that and the one with nathan fillion they had the best trilogy and they, they categorize things. They have, like, okay, this is sci-fi, this is comedy. This is, They put The Godfather. And, spoiler alert, they settled on, guess what, Back to the Future.
0: Ah, very cool.
1: <laughs> so it's stuff like that. They have uh, their listeners email in uh, different suggestions for what topics they could come up with. So they took a bunch of them for the first half. And they, they like did like a lightning round with Doc and Jackson. And then once the, the first hour was up, they had, they brought in, uh, John Hodgman, uh, comedian and John DiMaggio, voice of Jake, voice of Bender and also hip hop artist Jean Grey. I've never heard of her, uh, sadly, but, uh, she was funny too. And they did, uh, f- best, uh, best eatery, like, uh, you know, they they had, like, Chinese food, Italian food, Indian food, mm-hmm. and basically debated for well over an hour on which one was the best. Oh, very cool. So it was really fun. Colleen and I both enjoyed, and then by the time the, the second half was over, because it dealt with food and we hadn't eaten, uh, Colleen was ready to rip my arm off and eat it. <laughs> So, so we we went home. That uh, yeah,
0: sounds very cool.
1: And that was that was my adventure in in New York City.
0: Wow. Well, I think uh, then it's time to wrap things up. It sounds I, like we I, had a full I, show.
1: I guess so. Wow. <laughs> I said I said well we're only going to talk about like probably two thirds of what happened and uh, that, you got, that, it but yeah, you got it all. yeah, everybody, a, everything. It was a great show. Is it plug time? Yeah. Plug, plug it. Plug, plug your
0: books. You can get my book at uh, SesamePlaceBook.com. My new book, Me and Merle, the Pigeon of Sante Park, will be out uh, in the next month and a half, so stand by for that. You can follow me at Guy Hutchinson on Twitter, Guy Hutchinson on Instagram. You can follow me at Guy
1: A. Hutchinson on Facebook and uh, everything else. And and mine is all over the place. It's either Centroid, I think it's centroid ninety one on Facebook, uh, and then John J Galenbo at John J Galenbo on Twitter, I think Instagram, maybe Vine, maybe Snapchat, any any uh, social medium network. Uh, if you'd like to listen to more podcasts, and I feel like eventually I'm gonna have, I should do this as like a commercial for the end of the show. Why not? Yeah, re- like, pre record like, it. Yeah. Or or have someone else do it. That's good too. Yeah. Um, you know, theacpn dot uh, drunk on Disney, Swimcast, uh this show, Flux, uh some other shows that aren't doing new episodes. But hey, uh if you want to join us uh with your own podcast or have any podcast ideas, uh come on aboard. You can email us podcasts. At theacpn.com or dial uh, eight one is it acpn for uh, telemophone. and <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. That'll do it then. Yeah, thanks for listening, and oh, rate us on iTunes because we yeah, haven't had any, we haven't had any of those in a while. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we will be back soon, hopefully, with another exciting edition of Adventure Club Podcast. Maybe we'll be at uh, Chilor Theater. In Parsippany. No, I'm sure we will. So, yes. Good night everybody.
0: has been paid for by the N.